Warning, the following program may contain adult language, spoilers, and opinions that might differ from yours. Viewer discretion is Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Battlefables.com. I'm your host, Theodore. I'm DJ. All right, guys, we're here for our third episode. Uh, we are usually a weekly podcast, but we wanted to try an experiment, so we're going to be uh, giving you two for one this week. Um, didn't have really have this planned, so it's an uh, impromptu episode. Failed. Yeah, plans failed. Um, but we're trying some different techniques on the audio quality, seeing if it sounds a little bit better, we can directly compare it to the other episode that will be released along with this one episode two um the halloween special horror stories etc i guess it was kind of a halloween episode. i'll talk about scary shit again i don't care yeah yeah i mean if if i was promised to get my dick wet like i wanted to i wouldn't be here right now but you know the quest of this podcast is more important than the devil vaginas yeah you gotta Gotta have your priorities straight. Yeah, podcast, vagina, podcast. This could get me better, vagina. <laughs> um, you sexist pig! <laughs> My best friends are lesbians. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> You know, Someone's going to burn down my house. Hopefully this is early enough in this that it won't fuck up my fame later People on. People won't stalk you? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, Got to wait till we get really high up in our fame and then like this episode's going to come back and they're going to destroy my career. So I'm going to start saving automatically. I got to have a game plan. Or I just got to, you know, just no hold bars, never give up, never surrender, never apologize. Because you got two choices. You apologize once, they'll eat you out. Not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> you just stick to your guns and just keep on heading on. Keep on keeping on. You might be president one day. <laughs> keep on keeping on me for me. Yeah, that'd be a bad deal. Oh, dude, I was driving through Rapid yesterday, and I noticed they had Obama. Like, the, the statue was up. I'd never seen it before. I never noticed they had it because they have all the presidents in Rapid. Dude, when the Trump one comes up, I can't wait to see how many times I think it's destroyed. <laughs> like, I don't know. I would have figured that would happen with the Obama statue in I just South wanna, Dakota. and I don't know. I just want to throw pennies at it. Here's your change. <laughs> I always say that joke whenever I'm at a gas station. They're like, here's your pack of cigarettes. I'm like, I don't need the change. I'm not Obama. <laughs> not Obama. I don't have health care. I'm getting fined. It's all good. <laughs> That's a grading scale. Did you ever get fined for that shit? For what? Not having health insurance. Yeah. The first time it's like, hey, 20 bucks. I'm like, ah, yeah, fuck it. I didn't break my leg this year. <laughs> Second time, it's 700. <laughs> Yeah, the first one you have kids. The first year I had it, uh, I actually had health insurance through my job, and then the second year I didn't. And yeah, there was a definitely a dramatic decrease. Hey, <laughs> like a huge increase in my fine. Like maybe I paid for like your hospital bill. I don't know, but I don't go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Even when I had health insurance, I fucking hate doctors. The only time last time I went to the hospital, I had a concussion, and I had to headbutt a train to go to the hospital. <laughs> and, they, and I didn't even go to the next day. Like I drove twenty miles to work, and we were at well, basically okay, thirteen hours into this job, and I'm sitting here and I'm driving in this train. I'm with my supervisor. We're gonna put this away, grab some more cars, and come on in the yard. And just that, that was the end of it. That was what we were doing. It was thirteen hours of a twelve-hour shift. 
I was ready to go home. And I was like, I haven't heard her talk for a little bit over the radio. And I'm like, I'm going to start slowing down. So I start slow down and boom. And my head hit the window. <laughs> so next thing you know, I'm, you know, picking myself up off the floor. Didn't realize what the fuck just happened except for, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on for a second. And then I got on the radio. I'm like, what the f- just happened? Because it was pretty instantaneous that I was on the ground out of nowhere. And my supervisor gets in. She's four foot fucking nothing. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck happened with you. I just woke up on the floor. <laughs> she's... Next thing you know, we're going. She kept on asking me if I'm okay and blah, blah. We grabbed the other cars because I never fucking quit. I don't care if I have a head injury. I'm like, just kind of looking at her right before we're about to connect. I'm like, I, I kind of feel funny. And anyway, so we get back to the yard and whatever. I go home and I felt kind of drunk, like the whole drive. And so I proceeded to drink some alcohol. <laughs> Not very much. I drank like two beers that night, went to bed, woke up, drove 20 miles back out to work. I go sit in my little, like, I went and I walked the tracks, and the whole time I'm stumbling, and I'm just like, I did not drink this much last night. Like, I'm stumbling around. I'm fucking huffing and puffing, like, holy shit. Fucking roofies. Just confused <laughs> as fuck, and I'm scanning these cars, and because, like I said, mama didn't raise a fuck quitter. I'm fucking going. <laughs> I finally get back to my little, I have my own little office where I download these cars and shit, and my, my helper comes, and Here's my supervisor, and I'm like, I don't feel like I should drive this fucking train today. <laughs> like, I don't feel right. Like, and she's like, well, if you're feeling like that, I don't want you on the back of it either. I'm like, well, I guess that makes sense. I could fall off it. Anyways, so finally our health guy comes, or not health, our safety guy comes down, and he, he talks to me for a little bit and talks to me and blah, blah. We kind of talked about the day before, and finally we go up. We go to Minot for, you know, I have to go to ER. Well, the Sanford place ain't open where we usually go. Okay, so I go to the actual emergency room, which all I've heard is horror stories. We're some Halloween about this fucking place. And I have a head injury. And granted, the guy is nice that they give me for a nurse, but he's fucking Swahili or some shit. I can't understand his English. And I'm like, dude, I have a head injury, and I know you're nice, and I can tell you're trying to be helpful, but I could not understand shit you're saying because of your accent. And I'm trying to be as nice as I can, be like, yeah, I'm all right, you know, whatever. Anyway, so finally you get done with all this shit. Drive me back out there, and I have to leave. Like, they're like, no, you're going to have to go home, you know, blah, blah, injury, whatever. My plant superintendent doesn't even give a shit that I've just had a head injury. He's just mad because we just lost our how many days till safe, whatever. It's been zero days since incident. Anyway, so I go home. I proceed to eat mushrooms and get drunk at the bar that night. <laughs> So I'm there, and I just shaved my head bald, and I was sitting here, and I remember I was there, and I was at the bar, and I was holding on to my buddy. I was a little puppy everywhere, because I ate him by myself, and all the TVs in this bar flashed white at the same time, and I'm like, oh my god, did anybody else see that? And everybody's like, dude, you're fucking nuts, and it's funny, because me and my buddy argued, because there's this girl there, and she was wearing, a, like, a lime greenish, like a, like, a kiwi lime colored, like, whatever tapioca colored fucking, like, sweater thing. And she's, he swore up and down, and it was white for months. And finally, I asked her, I'm like, is that thing green? Yeah, my tripping balls ass remembered it was green. But she also hated me from this night, because she looked at me and said, don't roofie me. And I was like, you're not cute enough to roofie. And she hates me to this day for that. But anyway, so as this night goes on, so I'm just going to tell the fucking story. <laughs> like I said, concussion and all mushrooms. My head's going, woo, what the hell's going on? Anyway, so I'm watching my friend get in a crowd and, like, the crowd, like, break her off of the crowd and then, like, open it up. And I'm over in the corner holding onto a post, giggling, like, <laughs> and then I noticed I'd be laughing, so I'd, like, stop. 
<laughs> and like just stop myself from laughing real quick. And then my one friend, first time I ever met her in my life, she looks at me, she's like, oh my God, your friend, your facial expressions are hilarious. And she comes from about 15 feet away and to me out of nowhere is just pointing and laughing at me. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is intense. And I'm kind of freaking out. I'm like, yeah, who are you? I don't know you, leave me alone. Everybody told me, like, you should not go to the bar high on mushrooms, which I did, and it was fun. And then I went to a fire, and I talked to this other girl for a while about drugs. I don't remember most of it, but, yeah, I still talk to that girl. But, yeah, <laughs> good times. I forgot how I got on this tangent. <laughs> yeah, I hate doctors. Like, I've, oh, yeah. I've gotten strep throat most of my life, almost every year. So it gets to the point where I get strep in the winter, and I know that I have strep. I got to go to the doctor, get the Z-Pack. They insist on shoving a fucking swab down my throat to test it, to make sure I have strep, to give me the Z-Pack. Yeah. And, I don't know, gets old, so. Well, like, I went back to the doctor, and at the time, when I did this concussion, my idea in myself is, when I'm working, I like to get fucking work done, I am a very avid worker, and especially if I like my supervisor, which I like to my supervisor, so I wanted to always help her, because when I wasn't there, she was really fucking short-handed, because she had to go take my spot, so she couldn't run her other half. Anyways, so uh, I get back as soon as I possibly fucking can, and then I realize that you have to be out of work for a week to get workman's comp. So I put myself out of, like, 40 hours in this three-day period. <laughs> I was so fucking dirty pissed. I should have just told the doctor I didn't want to go back to work because I wanted to get workman's comp because I already lost a bunch of hours. So I didn't get any of it back, and I got screwed out of it. Yeah, that's a shitty deal. Yeah, but, you know, it was still funny as hell because I was like, well, how'd you get a concussion? I'm like, I headbutted a train. <laughs> How'd you get fired? Ran somebody over. <laughs> it's their own damn fault. They, they did live. Don't worry. I got a video on my phone if you want to see like it. That place never heard of second chances. Come on, guys. <laughs> it was a couple chances. People make mistakes. I made a few. I I derailed a car once. <laughs> this is I mean, it was kind of my fault. Like I should have been looking, but the switch shouldn't have been moved because an outside presence moved the fucking switch. And yeah, I should watch my homework. Anyways, so I'm going, and I'm fucking around, and I'm kind of half-ass paying attention because I'm going by the switch that never gets switched, and the only time it should get switched is if me and the other guy switch it. Nobody should ever touch this fucking thing on this rail because it goes to where we put broken fucking cars. There's no reason for it to be flipped. <clears throat> I drive through the fucking switch, and then he's like, come ahead, and I'm going. All of a sudden, I felt the engine kind of... Because it's weird because it's it's so weird about engines. It's like you could, they don't turn-turn, but they turn See, when you start to feel it kind of push a little bit to the side, you're like, the fuck's going on? And I looked over, and all of a sudden, I noticed the car go about, I don't know, almost 45 degrees to the side, and boom, slammed back down, because two of the wheels were going to the left, and the other wheels were going to the right, and if you don't know this about train cars, it's all held on by gravity. Nothing's bolted down. If you could physically pick up a train car, everything would fall apart. Like, the wheels would go flying and everything. Did not realize this until I tilted a tar car over to the point where it came off the axles and came back down and slammed. And it broke the pin that holds it in place. That's a shitty way to learn. The funniest part about this is this is our safety day. <laughs> so I had to go in there and call my supervisor, have her come out there, look at this fucking thing. And she's like, and we're getting, we're having a pizza party for safety. <laughs> so I had to go, and we just got our pizza. Like, and they just, and I was, supposed, I was just supposed to go into lunch, like right before this happened. And I go out there, and I have to go look at my fucking short little fucking plant manager, and be like, I derailed a car. <laughs> and he's like, 
Look, Napo- Napoleon complex to hell, and you're just like when you see him, like you're like ah, like I'm smart ass, but I'm like it's one of those guys you like duck your head around, like because he'll just be like, you should go over there and clean this goddamn trough, and you're like, no, I'm over here doing something, like you just kind of duck your head around him. So when you have to like go tell him you fucked up, you're like, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> He also caused a $6 million accident when he was newer. So we always had that over his head because he didn't set enough brakes on the rails. And he went down to get our second engine. This was before I started this job. And all these cars in the engine came rolling down the fucking hill, ghost mode, smoked the other engine that had somebody in it who was moving cars for a guy who should have been on top of the cars because this is before safety was really a big deal. So... And my buddy told me the only reason the guy on top of the car didn't die is because he was stupid. Because he came downstairs to ask a really stupid question. So this guy caused a $6 million accident. And then you like go in there like, I derailed a car. <laughs> and this image of these people having a pizza party. Everyone's having a good time. And you walk in the door and your supervisor comes up with a pizza pizza and hands it to you. And you're like, I derailed a car and fucking takes it back from you. <laughs> Basically how I felt. Like, I felt so guilty. I was like, I'm sorry, Tim. Don't beat me. I know you're half my size. And it's funny because... The other super, like, I had other supervisors there, and it's, I don't know if it's my presence or what, but I kind of intimidated people because I was, like, when people talk to me, is I don't always respond. Like, I stare at you until you get done talking, and I'll understand. I just, like, I don't want to talk to you, so I'll listen to you, and I'll stare at you the whole time, just blankly, and just how I act around these people, they're just like, uh, <laughs> like, so this other super, uh, what the fuck was he? He's always a superintendent. He came in, he got me to go do something, he came over there and I flipped the fuck out because I came in extra. And when I railroaded, I didn't mind coming in drunk because it was so fucking easy. I'd be drunker than shit on the side of a train. Well, next thing you know, he's like, I need you to go out, here, go over here and load bio trucks. Well, this is inside a building and I am dressed to be outside in negative 60. So I am very warm, very hungover. And I'm dealing with truckers that are pissing me off because I hate dealing with people when I'm fucking like hungover like that. And I realized a long time ago, these truckers sometimes, they're like, I know better than you. So you're like, yeah, whatever, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, just leave me the fuck alone. Next thing you know, he's trying to drive his drive on the chocks he just chopped his truck with. And that, and he has chemicals. So, like, I have to be all dressed up, all perfectly, all safe in my PPE. Fuck PPE. But anyways, no, this one guy, I flipped the fuck out, punched the table in front of the superintendent. I'm like, I don't want to fucking be over here. I'm supposed to be out there training some motherfucker. And you got me over here. You slow these fucking trucks, you piece of shit. Because nobody fucking liked him, so nobody wanted to help him. I'm like, you should give me a fucking raise for this shit. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You know, it was just a piece of shit. Like I said, if I like the supervisor, I'll go above and beyond. Right. If I don't like you, oh, eh, I guess. That's how I was in school. Like, if I really liked a teacher, I would kick ass in a subject, even if I didn't like the subject or I wasn't good at yeah. it. Or if the teacher was a complete asshole... It usually didn't go so well. I mean, in the end, it just affected me, but... Yeah, but, I mean, you're more... But like, you're having a supervisor that you respect makes a world of difference. Well, yeah, my, I had two supervisors while I worked there. Cause I had a shift supervisor, and I had the one I went down to. Excuse me. She's a receiving ex- supervisor. Well, I, you start out in receiving, then you go to shift, and then I was high enough up that I wanted to take over just driving the train. So I went back down to her. But the, the fucking supervisor I had on shift, there was four supervisors, and I thought he was the best. He was really laid back. He let you get away with almost everything. If anything broke, he'd fucking be right there with you helping fix it. You know? And if I and he had me do a lot of extra shit because he knew I like to run around and do shit. So I learned everything I could at this job. And basically, 
I'd go fix things <coughs> if he was bored or wasn't bored. And he just watched conspiracy theories all the time. Who shot JFK? Anyways, and if I did have a problem, I'd call him and he'd come down and help me fucking fix it or figure it out. I'd work on other shifts and fucking, I remember this one night, we couldn't move a fucking train car because it was, the the crew before us buried both engines and got them stuck in places we couldn't get them over. And then we were trying to move it with the fucking payloader and it was just so icy and stuck in the fucking ice that all night I'm sitting here with a blowtorch on rails or fucking forklifts or payloader just to move a car half a car and I was like I told that supervisor I was like why don't we just push it back forward manually weigh the fucking thing in and then weigh it out in the morning because they were trying to empty out tanks enough that we wouldn't have to shut down well you need to do the day did I'm like why don't you bring your fucking lazy ass down here and you see what the fuck I'm trying to do and you can tell me if you want to fucking fix it well she'd just go down here she'd look at it like I don't know but you gotta do it and then she'd walk off and it's like fuck you and it got to the point where I was by myself. Everybody else just ditched me on this shit, at working by myself trying to get these fucking train cars moved. Because I didn't want to get yelled at in the morning by the fucking plant manager. And I already called him that night and told him that, because I went over her head, and I had, like, an engineer out there training, and I was like, I need to call Tim. Fuck this. I'll tell him what's going on. So I called fucking plant manager at home at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, we can't move fucking cars. Engines are fucking stuck in places. I can't do shit. <laughs> He's like, well, do what you can. I'm like, I'm trying, but your fucking supervisor ain't fucking helping me. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had that same problem when I was an RA because I had John my second year, and he was really good. He would always be helpful. He'd yeah. be there with you doing things, especially, like, when we did the um, events that we would do in the dorm rooms. Like, I miss John. Yeah, John was a good guy. But then they, John ended up getting promoted, and then they yeah. put me with that Nick guy, and that guy was fucking idiot yeah like i was i basically did that guy's job and then he just complained about stupid shit and then when he was supposed to be out you know monitoring the halls or you know um if we had meetings and stuff he'd cancel them and then he'd always like have a bunch of girls oftentimes the foreign students in his apartment and he'd just like close the door i'm like well that's kind of weird yeah i remember that he did always have girls in there yeah, so, yeah. Do you remember when John walked in on me and fucking Lyle doing that tattoo? Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I have a tattoo on my arm that says Saint from a fucking song. And Lyle got a tattoo gun in college. And I was like, fuck it, practice on me. So, we're sitting here in a dorm room. And TD knew, but he was the RA from upstairs. And we're down there, and he's going to town on my arm. And all of a sudden... We hear a tap, tap, tap on the door. We're thinking it's TD. Nope, it's fucking Halder Hector John. The best way I could ever describe the feeling of that was like your mom catching you masturbating. Like, uh, do I finish? <laughs> like, should I finish? I know I'm in trouble. Like, we're already started. We're this far. <laughs> Were you guys both on the first floor? Yeah, I was like across the hall from a while. Then I went underneath the stairs. Because oh. I had that foreigner. The oh, Frenchman. Yeah, you did the have- Frenchman. Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah. He always had bitches. Always. Anyways. No, but anyway, so John said, he's like, oh, you guys are doing tattoos? That's cool. Like, yeah, get the fuck into here. Close the fucking door. <laughs> like, uh, like, I remember, like, in the handbook, it says, you can be kicked out for this shit. <laughs> and then the second year, John's the reason I was able to go in the dorms, because I, I went under the radar on the first year in Pangburn, because my uh, criminal background, I shouldn't have been able to get in the dorms. But because I was under John and I was good or whatever, he'd back me up. Yeah, into Heidi. (laughs) 
So then I was like, I want to be under TV again. Then we had the Frost Giants. Yeah, Frost Giants. That was a good time. I don't know. I think my favorite year there was Pangburn, though. Like, that was so much fun having yeah. you, Lyle, John as the hall director. And then, I mean, Heidi was fun because there was more people. But it was nice being at Pangburn with less people because it was more of a community. Yeah, we were more, uh, what do you want to call it? Connect or, yeah, we were more uh, unified. Right. And I don't know. At Heidi, you'd go out into the hallways and there'd usually be somebody there, but at Painburn, there was usually a group of people doing an activity in the lobby. Like, they would either be watching a movie or playing a game or... Fucking, what was it, Goldeneye? Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah, and then, God, when we were at Painburn, night, night assisted over there, Lyle and Todd, and I think you... Did you ever play Wii Golf with us? No. Oh, man, we played so much Wii Golf. Because I came in the second semester. But that's right that remember, was the first year you were there huh? yeah because I walked in and you came down the stairs you're like oh my god I'm like I remember you from Hot Springs <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be your puppy for a bit <laughs> tell me things how does this college thing work because I didn't want to go to prison so I'm here now <laughs> no I remember that fucking who the hell I had a few chicks I was chasing around in there fucking A <laughs> and was, then we had Salam she was this foreign uh, foreign lady who was one of the RAs but she was Kind of a hard ass. What the hell Not did very she much say? Fun. That one time she got on me because I flipped off Janelle. Is that her name? Well, she flips me off. She's behind whatever the hell her name is. Uh, Samal? Samal? I don't know. The Ethiopian. Salam? The, yeah, Salam. Salami. Well, anyways, she flipped, Janelle flips me off, so I flipped her off, but Salam gets on me about it because I don't know if she was just in the house, in the closet feminist or whatever because even Janelle's like, I flipped him off first, and you know, because me and her were always flirting. And then... Look at, I was like, so the next time I walked by, I did a little, like, fingers under the chin thing to her. I'm like, you don't know this one, bitch. <laughs> like, fuck you. I'm like, I can do this a million different ways. <laughs> like, I hated that bitch. I really did, and I don't think she liked me, and I'm glad for it. She's like, you don't have to walk down the stairs a lot. I'm like, I'm the room under the stairs. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty hot or cold with me. She was either really nice or... Uh, she did not like long. me. So She didn't like me. I remember, uh, what was it? Was it John? Was that the other one? Ari? Tyler. Tyler, there we go. He was always, yeah, and then you get the foreign twins over here walk around in towels. <laughs> I was like, fucking John. <laughs> I remember that. I like his dry sense of humor. It was just so awesome. <laughs> then you got the chess games. Oh, yes, the epic chess. Chess? I mean, you would play chess all the time? And Did I won we? like, yeah, I won like three games against you in college. I had like the 100 we played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to be really good at chess. I won a I know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. state championship <laughs> in the eighth grade. Like, but it's not it's not like riding a bike. If you don't use it, you lose it. Like eighth grade me would destroy me now. Oh, I'm sure. Well yeah, you fucking practice all the time. But I mean like let's see, I, the first time I beat you, I think you're doing homework or some shit. I beat you and then like the second time it was something else. But the third time, you know, that was the good time. Because I was in here talking shit. So we're getting ready to play Mafia. And everybody was up there. I beat you in front of the crowd. Because every other time it was like in the darkness at night. Oh, yeah. Pangburn, too. That was the best play. That that was the dorm room where we probably had the best game of Mafia. Because I remember this one. We were all sitting around. And I think John was the narrator. And uh, just to explain to you guys what Mafia is. Basically, it's a card role-playing game. You get a deck of cards. You get so many people in a room. Like, let's say you have 10 people, so you get out 10 cards. And a couple of them are black cards. Those are the mafia, and then the rest are red cards. Those are the citizens. And then some, there's the jacks, the queen, the king, and each of those has special rules. And basically what happens is each round, 
Um, everyone closes their eyes. The narrator tells a story, kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, then the narrator walks everyone through, like, citizens, open your eyes. Who do you think is mafia? The citizens, without talking, decide, uh, try and vote. Um, it's the mafia that doesn't talk. Oh, yeah, it's the mafia that doesn't talk. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, the citizens never open their eyes. It's the mafia that opens their eyes. They decide who they want to get rid of. Then the narrator tells a story, they go through, and then everyone has to get together and try and vote off the mafia. And then if the mafia kills all the citizens, then the mafia wins. If the citizens get all the mafia, then the citizens win. Um, and while you're playing this game, the mafia and citizens, they all open their eyes at the same time and they all debate on who they think it is. So the mafia is trying to like get it off themselves without outing themselves. Right. And yeah, that was, we were down to like three people. So if they picked the wrong person, I was going to win because I was the only mafia person left. And John was the narrator, and there was two other people, and I was trying to get them to vote for the other other ones. And I almost, I don't know how, because it was pretty obvious that I was mafia, but I ended up spinning some weird tale. And oh, you could some bullshit that game logic, so awesome. And I almost, almost had him convinced. I remember that. And then John said something that gave it away, and I was pissed. I remember that game. Oh, my God, yes. Dude, I remember I bullshitted so much stupid shit. But you'd always die first. I remember that. Because every time you weren't the narrator, they'd fucking just, kill TD, fuck you, die. <laughs> and you just get dirty. I get killed pretty quick a lot, too. But when I did, fucking, I was, I'd bullshit my way out of all kinds of shit. <laughs> and I thought I was the best narrator, though. I came up with good stories. Pikachu on meth, snakes on a plane. Tyler came up with some pretty good ones. Too. Yeah, Tyler I think I did South Park. Ones. I think I did South Park once. But I wasn't very, I was like, oh. <laughs> But I was in Heidi when I did it. No, I was. I realized like where you sit helps with that too, like yeah. your your position, all that, and you have to like strategize when you start that game. So like when I'd start it, I remember this one girl I was trying to flirt around with there. I'd always sit by her, but I always sit on the floor, so I wasn't like up at everybody's eyesight. And like you, I remember this one time, or I'd sit kind of like by the desk, so I'm kind of out of sight. And then I just fucking like. <laughs> I'm the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, I love fucking Mafia. We'll never be able to play it again, but I love that yeah, game. Yeah, that's really a dorm room specific game because it's really hard to get that many people together who are interested in the same thing. Yeah, yeah, because that was one thing I did realize when I went to college. When I when I when I grew up here, and I fucking hate this town now. I fucking hate it because everybody's so like minded. A lot of the people I hung out with, we all do the same shit. And like when I just moved back here, everybody's doing the same shit from six years ago. But like <clears throat> when I went to college. Man, it was so weird to run into, like, a decent-looking guy that was a virgin. Right. <laughs> I was like, the fuck? <laughs> and he, I remember that shit, and fucking, I, I was hitting on all kinds of people. People were, like, intimidated by me because they found out I was actually a criminal, and I was like, yeah, so it doesn't mean I'm fucking going to beat you up. I'm just, I've just fucked up before. Anyways, but, like, I was, if I would have stayed in that dorm one more semester, I would have had a fucking banging girlfriend. I was working on that hard, and then I got kicked out. Yeah, college is a culture shock, though. Like, it was. Because growing up, you know, we grew up in the same place. Um, and most of the people here are pretty much Caucasian, straight, Christian for the most part. Yeah. I went up there. There was foreign exchange students. Um, I was in the theater department. Uh, never really met gay people before. And for two years, I was the only straight male in the theater department. So. Are you? Yeah, so that was different. Um, Got all those girls just, oh. <laughs> um, there were some cute ones in there. Yeah, college was really eye-opening, though, because I would never been exposed to people from other countries, people with yeah. such different views than 
Some like you said, everyone here kind of ha- has like mind, yeah. and where you go up there, and there's people all over the country, all over the world, different mindsets, different backgrounds. Well, like so. even when I went up to like Minot, dude, I almost all my friends are lesbians or in that you know bi whatever, and it's just it doesn't bother me anymore. It was just kind of crazy. I remember one time I was sitting next to this girl. And she was with another girl. And I'm like, you know, it sucks. We hang out with all these good-looking girls, but they're all fucking lesbians. And she's like, I'm bi. I'm like, well, I guess you got to step up. But, you know, it's still, I mean, they're cool as fuck, and I hung out with them a lot. But they have some really weird conversations. I'd get drunk with these girls. Like, my best friend, uh, she'd fucking, her and her husband would come over, and we'd be getting drunk, whatever, be out to the bar, we'd do some other shit, and fuck it. I'd be sitting here, and I'd be doing my own little, like, artwork thing. We'd just all be hanging out, because that's usually what I did. I'd sit in my chair and do my art. And they'd be talking about fucking sex toys and, like, just the, just the nastiest shit. And I'm sitting here, and, and the one, she's trans, and she's like, something about, uh, when did you, would you rather have a small dick and get, how'd it go? Would you rather have a small dick and get yourself off or have a big dick and get your wife off? And I was like, I don't want to be anywhere near this conversation because the only dick I know is my dick, and that's all I want to know. <laughs> I'm like, don't drag me in this shit. Anyways, so then my other buddy... He came over one day, well, he hung out with me all the time, but, like, one time he actually was sitting with me while this was going on, and I was like, you're gonna hear some weird shit, and he's like, oh, whatever, and shh, I'm going doing my wood burning, painting and shit, next thing you know, he's, like, looking at me like, what the fuck, and I'm like, told you, buddy, just, just, just keep your head low and hope it doesn't come on to you, <laughs> like, but no, like, I fucking, just like, uh, like I was just saying, you know how you're just saying that everybody here is the same, and I've just moved back from being away for six years, and, I mean, I'd come visit and blah, blah, but, and, like, at least the last year, I I accumulated a fuck ton of friends, like, we'd take over a goddamn bar, basically, and just, there's people that were from Tennessee, there's people from all over the place, we had, like, all our lesbian friends, fucking gay friends, blah, blah, and every color of the rainbow, every fucking nationality damn near, and fucking... We just, everybody, we just party fucking hard, fucking, some of them might fucking shoot you, you don't even know. Anyways... And then I come back here, and I went from having, all, like, a lot of those friends, like, towards the end, they're, like, really, like, loving, like, kind of more feeling-esque. So I kind of was, like, getting more that way. And now I'm back here, and it's just, like, everybody's like, oh, you're the same as you were when you left. I'm like, not really, man. Like, a lot of things changed in six years. I see we're still talking about the same thing we were talking about last time I seen you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And that's what's driving me nuts about here is, like, I'm just, like, I've already dealt with you guys for freaking 20 years and then, or 25 years or however long it was. And now it's, well, you know, and that's why it's so hard for me wanting to go back up there and visit my old friends because I miss them. I would love to go see them all the time, and it drives me nuts. Yeah, kind of like Groundhog Day, just saying yeah, over and over. Jesus Christ. That's why, like, when you're like, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, fuck, yes, sign me up. Something new. <laughs> yes, yeah, my voice. Please get, make me rich. I want to get out of this town. It's a fucking prison in hell. <laughs> I want women. So we'll uh, move along with the podcast. Um, one thing uh, I didn't explain very well yesterday, so I want to start a segment every time we do an episode where we talk about, um, it'd be called weekly stories or something like that, but basically talk about any uh Stories you consumed, like if you're watching an anime right now, playing a game right now, reading a book. Like, yeah. is there anything you're into right now? Right now, let's see. I just finished that show. I, excuse me. I keep on burping. I just restarted Gangsta. And that's kind of a weird uh, anime. Uh, I'm, I want to watch the, or get in the manga. But that's what I need to really do, just say, get in the mangas and everything. But uh, Gangsta is about, like, 
oh, how's it go? It's two ha- people that run around as handyman in like a, I don't know, like a beat up area of a fucking city where there's like mafia and shit running around. Anyways, but they go and they do like hits or jobs, deliveries, collect money, kill people, whatever the fuck it is, whatever they need to do. But the, in this, uh, whatever, in this area, in this world, there's these things called tags and like you're rated on your dog tags where like you're like an A, B, C, D, and then like a one, two, three, four, five. Well, anyways, that's your, like your power level would be like the best way to put that. And you, they take drugs and like, it's really fucking cool. You should check it out. I mean, I don't really, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's basically just two guys just running around doing mafia shit and, or doing jobs for mafia and like one's like a gigolo and fucking, they help out a prostitute and she ends up being like a Is this a TV show? Yeah. It's called Gangsta. That's on Netflix? Not ER, but A. Uh, I don't think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu. My dad had Hulu, so I downloaded it again. If not, I would never fucking pay for Hulu ever in my life. Because they pay, I want to say they pay like $30 a month. And fucking, I watch at least five minutes of commercials every episode. It's like, what happened to back when I just paid the fucking money and I don't pay the goddamn Nah. Anyways. And then I've watched One Punch Man season two. Yes. You ever watch that? Uh-uh. You need to watch One Punch Man. It is just basically a satire of fucking hero movies. What's like, that on YouTube? It's on Netflix. The first series, first series, or first season was on Netflix. Oh, professional satire. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, okay. The main character in it, his he started training every day. One day, he just decided he wanted to be a hero for fun. He kills everything in one punch. Like I don't care if it's fucking Godzilla. He's like, ha choo, and he fucking he's dead. He's like, ah oh, damn it, I killed it one punch. And he's so fucking bored with being so fucking powerful, and he never gets recognition for it. So it's kind of crazy because there's like a hero organization and like his, oh, what do you want to call it? His, um, his student who wants to get trained by him. He's a cyborg and he's just like, holy shit, like explosions, missiles, crazy fucking cinematography with him. Like he has like rockets in his elbows and shoulders. He's flying around, shooting lasers, blasting, blowing shit up. Always gets his ass handed to him, beat up, tore apart. And then like there's like S and he's an S class, which is like the top 20 heroes. And then you have all the S-Class. You don't know who number one is. He never shows up. Number two is a fucking, like a, what do you want to call it? Uh, a psychic. She'll just, like, take a monster, crush it in a ball, and slam it on the ground. It's dead. Well, then you have, uh, fuck, I can't even think of his name right now. Saitama. Anyways, he's the main character. He's bald, and he's fucking running around. He'll punch things, and fucking, it just, it obliterates him. Everything dies at one punch, and he's just like, no! And later on, you find out, there's another character who's actually really weak that everybody thinks is strong just because he's really fucking lucky and he ends up just in the right place at the right time. Like Hercule? Kinda. Kinda like Hercule, but, like, he doesn't... He's not proclaiming it. Like, other people are proclaiming it on him. Yeah, it'd probably be, like, the Hercule-Goku idea. Right. Where, I, you know mean Mr. Satan? Mr. Satan? Satan. Satan loves you. Fucking American dubs. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they edit such weird things. You know, like, yeah, like fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I remember when I first, first Yu-Gi-Oh cards I ever got, me and my buddy, and one of them said Trial of Hell, and they edited it to Trial of Nightmare. It's like, fuck, like, it, I just remember that card when they first came out, I'm like, shit, he should have held on to that one fucking card forever, because it was only one edition that had it say Trial of Hell, and then after right, that, all those things Nightmare. really build value. Yeah, and it's fucking ridiculous. But no, other than that, I really haven't, no, not really. I've been kind of looking for something else to watch, but do I start anything else? South Park's amazing, but I mean, I could talk about South Park all day. <laughs> I love that fucking episode where Stan makes a band. 
Have you seen that one? Uh, uh, I haven't seen too much. The last South Park I seen was where they did the spoof on the DNA test, but it's what percentage victim are you? <laughs> what the hell was he? He's Neanderthal. <laughs> you guys took apart my race. <laughs> Dude, do you know Randy makes a farm later on? Uh-huh. Well, Randy, he goes, eventually, I don't remember why he does it exactly, but yeah, he ends up making a farm. He sells a house, and they make a farm. They call it Tegrity Farms, and he grows marijuana, and Tally's like his, like, uh, tests the weed and helps him fucking sell it out of fucking Colorado because, you know, it's legal, so he makes a whole fucking farm, and he just goes all Farmer Brown on it. We're never going to sell out to the man. Fuck you, vapors. And next thing you know, he's selling out. Oh, is that where Butter's selling vape pens at school? Yeah, I think so. Might be. Oh, fucking goddammit. Anyways, Stan, he, he's living out there. In the episode before this, Cartman gets Kyle picked up for being an illegal immigrant. And then he gets Cartman picked up, so they're both in an illegal immigrant school or whatever, like a concentration camp. And then fucking Stan can't find Kyle, so he doesn't have his best friend, so he makes a band. And they go out to do the harvest thing. It's like him, Butters. Who the fuck else is in there? I don't remember. And they're sitting there playing. All of a sudden, he just starts going death metal. He's like, oh, starts freaking out. And then you have Mickey Mouse all fucking throws Randy in on the fucking Disney people. Are you okay with your lines? I don't know what that timer is doing. It's like stopping. I hope it's a great recording, okay? Uh, I hope it is too. Guess we'll see. What the fuck is it doing? Two, three, four. What the yeah, fuck is that thing doing? This thing is possessed. I don't know. We'll finish this segment. We'll stop before we go on to the next one. Um, this week, yeah, we should take a quick um, what I <laughs> consumed for media, uh, I finished an audiobook, The Extraordinary Life of Sam Hell. Um, it's a story about a kid who has is born with red eyes, and he goes to a Catholic school. That'd be awesome. So all the teachers and kids pick on him and call him Devil Boy. And it's based, the first part of the story is about him getting picked on and how, you know, teachers and kids aren't nice to him. And most of it revolves around his relationship with his parents, his relationship with his two best friends, and then uh, his relationship with this, again, he gets bullied quite a bit, but one specific bully who's really bad. And then it goes on to later on in his life where he's deciding whether or not to get a vasectomy to, because he doesn't know if he wants to pass on or ha- take the chance of passing on this defect to a kid. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Um, and then the only other media that I consume, I used to play a lot of video games, but now that uh, I got a pretty full schedule with job and family, um, I play video games on Friday nights for about four hours. Uh, my favorite games are RPGs and JRPGs, so it takes about half a year to get through a video game. <laughs> One mission. <laughs> One mission. So yeah, I've been playing. I've been replaying Final Fantasy fifteen. Um, the story on that is pretty good. It gets weird. Um, I don't know. Did I ever tell you about Final Fantasy fifteen? Is that the one we were talking about the other day? Uh, maybe I don't know. You get With lightning. No. Oh. No. Um quick synopsis so basically you play as the prince of this country and it's the last country standing and there's this other empire that's taken over basically the entire world and they made a movie of like a prequel to the game and you're supposed to watch the movie is that one where you like throwing the swords yeah i have that game on my xbox do you that's a phenomenal game it's fun um i bought it for like 20 bucks but yeah you go um 
you go through all of it and your plane was Noctis and his companions that are helping him get through and you have a couple of destinations, but there's a point, again, there's this whole horrible evil empire and then you get into a certain part of the game and a ton of shit happens and they don't explain any of it. Like this huge massive empire falls for no reason. It's just this prominent powerhouse one second and then the next second it just crumbles just crumbles and they don't explain why they don't tell you that it happens there's no transition so it's so a it's really like, good story but that part is really really obnoxious well i mean if you think about it if you didn't know you wouldn't know does that make sense like if let's say yeah, right if you're looking at it from their perspective then maybe that's what they were going for like the perspective of the character where the character you're running around but it's really sudden like is it well i mean like uh like maybe it's a coup yeah, that's possible. I mean, like, it, maybe it's just up for interpretation. Like, it could be a coup. Because I remember the, the farthest I got in that game, if I remember, I think I fought a robot or some shit. Yeah, you fight a couple of those. Yeah, it was like the first one. It's like, fucking, ah, break down a sign. But no, I got I got to a point and I just stopped playing it. Because I just got out of games. I don't know why. I used to put like a hundred and some odd hours in games, and now I'm just like. That game's pretty quick to beat, actually. Um, yeah. I, just I think on how long to beat it said it was like. 30 hours, which well, is pretty, pretty short for a JRPG, but that story is really good. I just like good. the fucking jumping around with the thing. I just didn't like that you had to, like, sometimes control the other characters. But then, like, the camp's dynamics were kind of cool. We're like, oh, Where you I'm... Camp? Yeah, he's like... Food? Yeah, one guy's making food, one guy's doing this, they're training, they're ban... I like the banter in those type of games where they're talking back and forth. Like, the connection between the characters where you hear them. You know what I mean? Like Right. The, like, uh, what the fuck you call it? Like, Borderlands. Borderlands is always awesome. Yeah, Borderlands is a good game. Did you ever play the second one? Uh-uh. Greatest villain ever, Handsome Jack. I don't care. I was just going to say that about Final Fantasy XV. So the story sounds, starts out really good. Yeah. And then, it, the, again, that middle part really pissed me off. But then you get to the end, and the end makes up for it. It And the bad guy in it ends up being probably one of my favorite villains. Because, oh. um, I don't know, awesome story. Pretty I don't cool. know. It's a fun time. Favorite fucking bad guy ever is Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2. He is the best. Because the whole time you're playing this game, because, you know, it's it's kind of a funny game at the same time as it's stupid. Like, you know, you're just running around with guns and shit. Anyways, he's just talking shit to you the whole fucking time on the comm. Like, at one point, I remember he's, like, eating fucking, like, he comes on the comm, he's eating, like, oh, you're still alive, ass face? That's cool, you know, or whatever the fuck he says to you. And then, like, he's talking about, like, a fucking, oh, I just bought a diamond pony. And, you're th- you know, and then later on he's like, you hear, like, Oh, it's alive, and I named it after you. It's called Asshat or some shit like that. And and then like there's a there's an expansion to this game where it's Tiny Tina's Dungeon Adventure or some shit where she does like a Dungeons and Dragons thing, and you actually see the Diamond Pony named Asshat or whatever the fuck it was. And then like you're fighting dragons and shit. Like it's just Dungeons and Dragons for Borderlands. So you're sitting there with guns, fucking shooting dragons, and Jack's an evil wizard. It's fucking awesome because Tiny Tina's the shit. She's probably my second favorite character in that whole game. They're both in the same game? Yeah. Like, or... Because basically, like, it, the... The, the, nah, the DLC is her, like, sitting down all the main characters and making them play Dungeons & Dragons with her. And then you're one of the characters. And you're just running around, and they're like, Ah, oh, shut the fuck up, Tina. What the hell is this? And they're, like, you know, talking back and forth, and she's like, I don't give a shit! <laughs> like, the, I think the first time you ever see Tiny Tina, she's, like, skipping around having a tea party, and, like, one of the psychos is strapped to a rocket, and she sends it off... <laughs> blows him up. <laughs> and it's like, Tina! <laughs> you gotta get over here and touch my babies. And she's all like rubbing little missiles. 
because all of her missiles have like a stuffed animal attached to it, like a bunny or a bear or whatever, and it's a big fucking rocket. <laughs> she's like skipping. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it's just it's awesome. Just an insane fucking like kind of a Mad Hatter almost, or March Hare, like one of those kind of characters. But she's like doing a tea party with rockets. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Then you got, like I said, Handsome Jack. He's fucking obnoxiously funny. He just, like I said, oh, well, uh, watch out for that robot. He's going to snipe you. <laughs> He's just, like, talking to you the whole time while you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Wilson's coming. And he just... How's the guy communicating with you? He's just going through your comm. Oh. He just talks to you. Like, he'll just pop up while you're like, you know, like how people will call you in games, like, like Metal Gear or whatever, like while you're doing a mission. It's like an earpiece. Well, he'll just start talking to you out of nowhere when you do, like, when it hits a certain point in the game. Like, basically a checkpoint or whatever. He'll be like, hey, what are you doing, asshat? You know? Oh, I see you're still alive. You know you Vault Hunters are pieces of shit, right? <laughs> and he just talks shit to you the whole time, and it's fucking awesome. You ever play Fable? You fucking love Fable. That, that headmaster guy who sits at that table, and he has, he like, keeps track of all the heroes. Yeah. But, man, that was annoying, because your health would get low. and it's Your health is low. Do you have any potions or food? And they, they did something like that in one of those old arcade games like Gauntlet. Yeah. But yeah, he was... Use health potions. God, that was annoying. Like, if your health got low, you'd sit hey. there and just say that repeatedly hey. every 20 seconds. Your health is low. Do you have any potions or food? I, I loved fucking... Because how'd it go? Fable 1, you could move while doing magic, if I remember right. So you could sit there and just fucking shoot fucking fireballs and barrel roll the whole time. And then... I fucking love Fable. I, I know it'd never be as fun. Like, that would be nostalgia right there because you'd get that game and you'd be like, oh, where's all the cool shit from newer games? But, like, just remembering playing that game and trying to get all the masked badass weapons and whatever. And then fucking, yeah, that bad guy's name was Jack, too. Yeah, it was. Because then he got his sword and it could either be evil or good. It was something Jack. He had, like, a title attached to Spades his name. Jack. Jack. Joker Jack? I don't know what it was. I don't remember Heart, Jack of Hearts. No, Heart Jack. I think it, was, it had something to do with the card, I remember. I don't know. Look it up. I'll fuck it up. Because then he comes back in the second edition. And the other, thing, the other thing I really liked about Fable is you aged. So, like, you'd be, like, 75. And they're like, we need you to go be a hero again. And you run around your plate armor. And you're evil. <laughs> the thing and, I liked about Fable is, I don't know, all the customization. And then, like, you'd get fat or skinny, depending on what food you ate. Get an STD. <laughs> Jack of Blades. Jack of Blades. There you go. And then fucking, uh, you'd be going and, like, you'd slowly start to, like, get, like, the evil. Like, you had to be really evil to get a bow out of it. Like, out of the Thieves Guild or whatever the fuck it is, the Assassin's Guild. Oh, to get in the door. Yeah. And then fucking, uh, what the fuck was it? You'd be, like, going next thing you know, you'd have, like, bats or something floating around you and then, like, black smoke. And then you'd start to get horns and your face would start to crack. Or if you went the other way, your eyes would start to turn blue and you'd start to get a halo. Get a halo. I remember, like, there was, like, a way you, like, instantly karma yourself, and I think it was by donating money, and I just, you just slam yourself evil, and then you just, boom, you fucking dump the gold, and you be good again. Or, the, to go the other way, if you married someone and sacrificed them, yeah, that's what it that was. would take you all the way to the bad. Yeah, that's what it was. Then, like, how'd that go? Then the second game, you, you had the massive badass spells, but you couldn't move when you were doing magic, if I remember right. Right, and I think that's the one where you could start getting... Properties too. Yeah, them. you could. I think you could buy them in the first one, but it was only like certain properties. Right. Then the third one, you're fucking. If you weren't, if you knew it was gonna happen at the end, then yeah, you could save up your gold and save yourself and do both, because you had to pay all that gold to whatever. And then there was actually like a special treasure chest if your gold was high enough up that you could walk up and get to the chest or the key or some shit. 
Right. Do they did they make a Fable Four? Did they stop at three? I think the, they made the like three ended where they they could keep going because that yeah. your sister that's blind. Yeah. Uh, she's like the spire is mine. Yeah. It's like oh that's cool. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. I don't think they made a four, but they made like a. There's a VR game you play. There's like they a, made one for the Connect. I yeah. always wanted to try that, but everyone said it was awful. I wish they just fucking just say screw it and make it a goddamn fucking Fable Four. Right. They have so much more technology they can put in that game, and if they just blew that game up, because a lot of people like the third one, if I remember, it didn't have a good uh, review comparatively. If I remember, right. but yeah, you're running around with guns. But I remember you like guns. It was a good game. I think it was a victim of its own success. Yeah, like, people were expecting so much out of it. Oh, true. I mean, if you went into it not knowing about Fable One and Two, yeah, it'd be fucking badass. But like, I remember Jack of Blades came back in the DLC as a dragon. <laughs> I'm a dragon now, motherfucker. Now I'm gonna blue fire on you. No, it's like shut the fuck up, Jack. Actually, now that I think about it. Not fucking spoiling shit. Now, Borderlands 2, you fight a fucking dragon at the end and it's against Jack. He's like, I am the hero. What the hell? I'm supposed to win this fight. <laughs> That's how he dies. <laughs> no, fucking, oh my god, that game was fucking crazy. No, Fable was awesome. I loved, like, just, like, after I got to the economic part of it and, like, really had to do that, I was like, oh. And then I just fucking rank the fucking taxes up on people because that's how you had to win at the game. And at the end, you'd have, you either hated and win or you're loved and you basically lose everybody. Right, yeah, you had to... That was what your, was that? You made a bunch of promises to become king, but then at the end of the game, you had to have a shit ton of money yeah, to so follow to through with all the promises. Because or, it's your brother you're usurping, because he's rose taxes and did all this shit for military, but he never told anybody that the darkness is coming. So, you know, everybody was like, what the hell, you know? But then, like, the second time you play it through, you're like, oh... I know what I need to do. And you just rack up money while you're playing the game. And then at the end of the game, you can do both. That's that's the way to win the game the best way. Because then you just take that huge sum of money and just dump it in. Because you need a special, certain amount of money to fend it off the darkness. And then keep everybody happy by not racking up their pro like going against your promises. Right. So that was like the best way to win was just to save up money. <laughs> and I remember one of them was like, we should build a brothel to make... Money, and your guys either like, yeah, we need the money or no, so. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you build a brothel. It is work, helps with mentality. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god. Uh, so yeah, this is basically our topic for today. It kind of transitioned pretty well from the last thing we were talking about. Stories and video games. Um, I don't know, how do you feel about stories and games? Like, do you enjoy stories more from games because it's interactive or do you enjoy traditional movies i kind of go back and forth like okay i i do enjoy dark souls but i know what i'm going into dark souls for like it kind of goes back to what we were talking about yesterday where as long as you know what you're about to get into then yeah if i go into a game thinking i'm gonna have an awesome fucking story then i want to have an awesome fucking story or, like, like, the fable, like, where you're really engaged in the story and, like, you know, it's kind of open-ended. Your decisions make the story where, like, some of them, they streamline you into something. Where, like, let's say Halo, you're fucking, your decisions don't mean shit. If you killed 150 goblins or whatever grunts, it doesn't matter. If you just snuck by everything, it doesn't really matter. You're not going to get XP. So, I mean, 
Uh, it kind of goes back and forth. I like a good story, but if it's the gameplay, got to be fun. I gotta yeah, have fun. It can be good, even if there isn't, depending on the game. Yeah. yeah, Dark Souls, you definitely don't play for a story. Play for more of the challenge. Same with like Call of Duty. I mean, you have to online. dig for that story if you want the story out of like because it's all in flavor text, is what it is. Like you have to read all the items and like you know what I mean. Where like let's say Destiny, there should be a huge amount of fucking story in that game, and they just screw you. I don't know. Do you ever play Destiny? Uh-huh. Okay, well, Destiny's biggest fucking problem is... Uh, I don't remember if they did this... No, yeah. None of the fucking lore was on the game. And there was so much that you just didn't know. Like, kind of like what you're talking about, like how the Empire fell. This would be like the whole game doesn't tell you shit. Like, it's just like, yeah, go do this. Why am I doing it? Why do we have this fucking war? What's going on? And then in the second one, they had uh, cards that you could look at that tell you, like, information on shit. Well, you had to go on a computer or whatever onto a website to look at your cards you collected. So, like, as you're collecting these cards, you got on your My Destiny app, and then you could read the fucking flavor text of, oh, this is that character, this is why I'm killing him, instead of being like, oh my god, he's a bad guy, go kill him. And then you go look at why he's a bad guy, or what he does. Oh, he's this, blah, 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 this person, this person, this person. This is why he's here, you know. Why is he trying to enslave me? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Fuck yeah, I imagine if you went into Final Fantasy XV without watching the movie, you'd be pretty confused. So it'd be kind of the one we were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many goddamn Final Fantasy. I, like Advent Children. <laughs> I watched that one. Holy fuck, I got messages. But like yeah, that. there's a lot, of, a lot of games that don't need stories to be good, like Madden and Call of Duty Online. But that's one of the things that I've always... That's one of the reasons I've enjoyed the Final Fantasy games or RPGs in general is I like the stories. Good graphics always help. Um, yeah, graphic. Well, you know, graphics are kind of meh. Yeah, I can do. It's not a requirement, but... No, it's not. If if you give me a fun fucking game and... I mean, shit. Some of those games, like, if you go back, like, let's say they remastered Halo. Remember how much fun that was to play four people? I mean, every year they're dumping out another Call of Duty with better graphics, better this, better that. Why don't you just take an old one and fix it? You know what I mean? Like, just, just upgrade it or something like that. Like, the thing, like, okay, back to Destiny. They The cool thing about Destiny is they always, okay, th- when they actually get it right, it's, it's fucking awesome. I put all, I dumped a bunch of hours in Destiny. But when you're sitting here and you're just grinding and grinding and grinding, that's a grind fest. But, like, with the story of it, you need more, there just needs to be more story. And then all of a sudden they just retcon the whole fucking story. And here you go. Oh, here's that finished product we should have had two years ago. And that, that's the big thing about fucking, like, Destiny. Destiny's story was just atrocious. And then they just kept adding on to it, hoping it'll fix it. Yeah, that's that's usually what happens with me with those kinds of games. Because when Halo first came out for the original Xbox and, you know, land parties were a big thing. When they had that video rental store downtown. Oh, I think love those. He would get a bunch of Xbox and hook them up. Like, that was fun. But after the first Halo, I didn't get into it. Same thing with Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty 4 came out, Modern Warfare, which I think was the first one that did really, really well online. And in the dorms, we had a ton of fun of it. ton of fun with it. We'd be up to, like, 2 in the morning. All of our doors would be open. Do you remember playing? Oh, my God. And then after that, it just, I don't know, like, Black Ops was all right. And then as it, and then World at War was awful. And then you got to the newer ones where people were fucking flying around on jetpacks. I hated those. Yeah. Do you remember when we, me, you, Lyle, and I think Tyler were playing Call of Duty? And I was in, I think, Tyler's room, if I remember right. Or someone's. And we were, whoever I was with, we were on separate teams. Or, no, me and you were on separate teams. I know that much. But anyways, I, he took a tomahawk and whipped it across the map at the beginning and got you. 
on the other team. And I was just, just, ting, TD, holy fuck, you know, and like, we were just going nuts, because I was down there, I want to say I was, I was with Lyle, and he was freaking out, and it was funny as shit, cause just tomahawked you from across the map, right off the beginning of the fucking map, too, like, he just kind of turned and threw it, and it happened to be you, it was just, because like, I, I think I was in Tyler's room, maybe it was Tyler, because I was right underneath you, and I was fucking yelling upstairs at you, but yeah, I remember freaking playing Call of Duty and shit, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> Fuck it. And then, like, I remember one time I was on a different teams on the same screen with whoever the fuck I was playing with. Yeah, I remember that would happen once in a while. That always got interesting. Yeah. If anybody's going to kill you, it's going to be me. Then you're, like, chasing your friend down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I loved playing college. Like, so, like, some of the best times I've ever played, what was it, Ghosts? Me and a bunch of my friends that I play with online for Ghosts, they, I still play with them. I still talk to a couple of them today. But uh, I hated Ghosts. I fucking hated hated playing ghosts but i'd play it because i had a group of people to play it with so we'd always ransack our team our whole fucking group would be on and our group had drama it was fucking sad we had two girls that always played with us too and like i still talk to one of them and whenever we get on her her name was kitty blah blah i'm not gonna tell you the rest of her game attack but anytime you get on her you'd always hear guys going meow meow oh hey girl and just like it's so much funnier when you're in a lobby with a girl that you know, and she'll just talk shit with them, and then I'm talking shit too, because I just I get drunk and just talk shit over the thing, and I would convince people I was God. I would sit there and try to convince anybody I could I was God, and I would just argue with them the whole time about it. Like, if you're God, why are you playing Xbox? I'm like, I made man, man made Xbox. Why would I not play fucking Xbox? You piece of shit. <laughs> like, I like the kids, the, like the twelve year old kids that get on there and rap. It's so it's funny. <laughs> oh, dude, like if you play if you play now, like nobody fucking talks. Like, I got on there, like, with the newer ones and shit. Like, just hardly anybody talks. It's just not Modern Warfare 2 chat rooms where people are like, Fuck you! I'll kill your mom and leave your dog! And, like, fucking freaking out. And, dude, uh, nice modded fucking troller. Blah, blah. I'm like, I don't got a modded controller, you dumb bitch. Like, next thing you know, someone's grenade launcher with a pistol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucking modded, you piece of shit. The only game I ever modded was fucking Diablo 3. And that was fun. Because we go from... Well, we can't beat anything to oh my god we're racing through a level to see who can kill the most and i just be the archer and i just spin around in circles and you would tell whenever we'd hit this certain enemy because it reflects damage so we're doing eh, 1.2 billion damage to everything and they reflect it back <laughs> all of a sudden you just see the whole party boom hit die <laughs> Because we'd be just sprinting through a thing, and it'd just be a freaking roadblock out of nowhere. Like, reverse damage! And it took us forever to realize it was a thing that comes on and off. So, like, we'd have to wait for it to turn off to attack them. But we had it so high up that our health wasn't really catching up to it as much. But, yeah, we'd kill the bosses before they got done talking. Like, <laughs> they'd be monologuing shit, and boom, they'd just be bitch-slapped. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we'd always hit those reverse damages, and it'd just be a straight halt to the fucking crusade. Ah, reverse damage, stop! <laughs> Whoever was in the back of here, I'm like hitting their brakes, the e-brake. <laughs> Scrape, scraping their heels. Did you guys play that on the same TV or online? Online. Like, we duplicate items and shit. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. I played Diablo 3. I it, played the first Diablo on PC. It, it was fun. I mean... I put a lot of hours in that game, too, because I played it. I started out way behind everybody. They're already fucking almost... Like, that game actually got to the point where they put enough levels in it uh, of difficulty that 
the mods we had would not help. <laughs> That's how hard this game will get. And you just grind your armor until you're strong enough to get up there. So they got to the point where their armor is stronger than the mod shit from when I was playing. It was that Diablo 3? Yeah, one? like the... Did you play it on console? console? Console. Yeah, I fucking... I got the Holy Fuck Evil Edition with the Grim Reaper in it. That was a newer one. That's the one where they put all the other shit. That game is still like $40. And it's like, I don't know, 10 years old. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, fuck. Speaking of Diablo. You know what BlizzCon is and all that shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you hear about when they came out and everybody thought they were going to fucking announce Diablo 4? Like Didn't people, they sell the rights to it? Uh-uh. They came out and like, oh, and they told everybody that they had an announcement about Diablo. So everybody's, Diablo 4, Diablo 4. And their big fucking announcement at the end of BlizzCon was a fucking mobile, mobile. game. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. And nobody fucking cheered. Everybody was pissed. And they're like, really? Really? <laughs> and even, like, the, the guy talking's like, we're proud to announce Diablo on mobile. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> and he's like, and you just tell, he's like, I knew we shouldn't have fucking done this. I told you fuckers. No, do Diablo last. He's like in his head. He's just like fuck. <laughs> like crazy I shit happens at those game shows too. Like when the um, modern generation of consoles came out, I think with the PS3 and the Xbox 360, <laughs> the PS3 was like six hundred dollars. Yeah, and people were pissed about it. And usually, like these people would go up there and talk about their systems and what they can do and yeah. talk to the audience. Well, after. PlayStation announced their price. The guy from Microsoft just walked up to the stand and said $399 and then left the stage and everyone cheered. Really? <laughs> <laughs> just a big fucking finger. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. No, no, I, I, I couldn't. Could you imagine bombing that hard? Like, at that stage of fucking fame, like, it'd be worse than any high school, college play you ever went. He has to go out there and announce this thing. And, like, you can just see the on his face when he realizes that he has to dig himself out of this hole. <laughs> like, he just pit fell himself. <laughs> Wrong lever, crunk! You know, like, fuck. And then they all came out, like, three of them came out together and like, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> Go to hell and eat shit. Like, people were fucking pissed. I mean, I was excited over it, but after I watched those videos, I was just fucking, I felt bad for the dude, but I'm like, come on, man. Mobile, mobile, fuck off. Fuck you. But, I mean, mobile does make more money. It makes a fuck ton of money. I get it. But do not let that be your last thing at a fucking BlizzCon. Like, right, hardcore gamers. Like, these guys are fucking mouth. All of them have $3,000 computers. But, yeah, computers better than your fucking TV or your car. And fucking, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, shit, I couldn't imagine being, like, whose idea was that? Like, who's like, this is a great idea! Like... No, but, like, there should be, like, a test community. Like, wouldn't they take that to, like, a test group or something? Like, what do you think we should do? We're going to announce this one last. Right, like, do some marketing. Yeah, uh, like. Research. Like, do uh, some test groups or whatever the hell they do. Like, <laughs> fucking really? Hey, we're going to do this. Da, 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 fuck you. And then, you know, like, you know, you got Elder Scrolls over here. Like, hey, we, we got a game for y'all. It's Elder Scrolls 6. Hey, 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 come over here. <laughs> like, Fuck. They could have fucking done so much better. I was about to go on another... Oh, no, wait. What the fuck was I about to say? I don't remember what at all. God damn it, DJ. Must have been a lie. 
must have been a lie. Uh, that's what I, every, every time anybody does that to me, like, ah, I forgot what I was going to say. And I'm like, it must have been a lie. <laughs> Shit. Somebody's, I think my grandpa told me that once, and it just kind of stuck with me. One of those sayings I just love to say. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that fucking one game I was telling you about. Sorry, go on. What were you saying? I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. My bad. I'm hearing things. <laughs> Anyways, Cronker, that game I was telling you about earlier. Well, so, okay, yeah, my dog attacked Squirrel today, and I just thought about Cronker. Squirrel lived, I saved it. But uh, I think it lived. Anyways. Hold on. Hmm? Well done. Well done. Oh, I think I said hold on. I was like, hold on for what? Ah, to your life. Anyways, Cronker, Cronker's Bad Fur Day was a third-person person shooter where you are squirrels and shit. And Cronker's like, I don't know, I'm fucking, what the hell was it? There's a big old commercial for it. It was on PlayStation, I want to say, and Xbox, or 64 and all that. And he's sitting here. He has, like, a fucking machine gun. He looks like he's a fucking World War II vet. Like, he has the fucking helmet. They, they're going to war. Like, there's a, there's a Normandy battle in this. So, like... You have squirrels, or like your rocket launcher guy, your fucking sneaky guy, your assault rifle, who's Cronker. And Cronker's like, fuck you, and grabs a bitch, fucking takes off with her and shit. Anyways, and then the other side's like weasels, if I remember right. And that's like your Nazis. Squirrels and weasels? Yeah, and there's like a raccoon, if I remember right. Yeah, anyways, there's like a, a ninja fucking uh, weasel running around with a fucking katana. And like, you do levels where like you are dropped in a boat with the, these squirrels are dropped in a boat. Boom! And, can you imagine like a World War II vet playing that? Yeah, that's just that's just one of their missions. But yeah, I just remember that one. But you're basically running around just fighting whatever. Kind of like uh, what the hell was that goddamn game? Uh, the Force, Star Wars Force, not Force Unleashed. Battle Force. Battlefield. Oh. It's kind of like Battlefield, where you're just out there and you're just a soldier. But it was just fucking awesome. Cronkers just running around, machine gun throwing grenades. Ah, fuck you, bastard! And he's cussing the whole time and just yeah. Look it up sometimes. The commercial for it's fucking awesome because it was just him like rolling in a tank of shit. Like I think I remember that game because that was that was on PS2, right? It was, was on an older system. Yeah, it was on the older system. I remember playing it on sixty four, if I remember right. So I have I have two sitting in my house. Speaking of video games, on with stories, you ever played any of the Telltale games? I played a little bit of the Walking Dead one, and I think I don't remember they they gave you like three versions of it for a bit there. And They'd like, give you, like, the first episode yeah. and charge you for the last ones. Yeah, I played through both The Walking Dead ones, and I got halfway through the Game of Thrones ones. I still need to finish that one. I did. There's a, there's actually a uh, Borderlands one, too. Yeah, I saw there's that. Telltale Dad. They have quite a few. They have uh, Borderlands, Batman, a couple others. I don't remember. I know there's a few of them. But, yeah, fucking Game of Thrones one I started to get into. I wish they'd make a Game of Thrones game. They Maybe. have tons of them. No, like, like where you're not, like, just set in the world. Like, I want to be my own little fucking house. I need store mounts. They have a, uh, I think it was for Xbox 360, where you start out as a member of the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. And during your customer, or customer, cuss, character customization, you have to choose a bunch of attributes, but then you have to pick, like, bad things, like you have frostbite or gout or something like that. <laughs> gout. That'd be fucking awesome. Lyme disease. But that was a hard game. I guess once you got off to, over the initial hump of it, of the difficulty at the start, it got to be a really easy game, but the start of the game was just too brutal, which is too bad, because I, never heard I of love them. anything, playing anything Game of Thrones. I really enjoyed the Telltale one. I don't know why I didn't finish it, but... Eh, I mean, time gets in the way. It's just a bunch of decision-making. I mean, I'm trying to think of other games I played 
fucking that were like that have really good stories. Fucking, you know, because stories make a game. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really play the Telltale's games, though. Telltale's. Telltale. Oh, you want one game I really want to play? I want to play Jump Force. You ever heard of that one? Oh, yeah, it has all the anime characters. Has fucking, like, Ichigo fighting Luffy and all that shit. Like, all the anime characters and shit. Fucking. You know what the best RPG is, though? I just started playing it again. Fucking Pokemon. Old school Pokemon. Like the Game Boy games? Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Dude, I have it downloaded on this. I was just playing, like, it wasn't. On your phone? Yeah, it wasn't a specific one, but they have an online fucking one, and I'm not being paid for this, but yeah, I just downloaded it yesterday. I'm not being paid for this? I wish I was. Hey, I, I might just got me a sponsor. It's a Pixelmon Master, and basically you're running around, like, whatever, and, like, it also has, like, your mobile game shit to it, also. Or, like, I lotteried, like, where you, like, you pay a coin and lottery. I got a fucking Alakazam. Just boom, right off the bat. My fourth fucking Pokemon is Alakazam. <laughs> he just fucking shit stomps things. Like, he's still, like, level one and going up, but... He's just fucking knocking 65 points off people every time. And I have, like, a Charmander, or Charmillion, I just evolved him. That's a good example of a game that's really good that has no story. It has a story. No. Fight the What was the last one you played? <laughs> like, the last one I played was Pokemon Sun, which had kind oh, of I had story. Moon. I had moon. Did you? Yeah. I didn't finish it. I didn't but, either because I didn't like how cartoony the fucking thing was. Right? Next thing you know, you're doing dance-offs with a fucking thing. I'm like, the fuck is this? I think I played through almost all the old classic ones. I know I beat red, blue, yellow. Remember trading on those things? Yeah, trading. <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing. You'd go to the store and get a cord so you could connect Game Boys yeah. and trade Pokemon. That was huge. And then you, that's how you got, like, other Pokemon. Like, there were special ones you'd only get by trading. Right. Yeah, my favorite ones of those were, um, what, not gold or silver. What was the... Sapphire? No, it was the mix of gold. I think it was Diamond. Mm. It was kind of the ultimate version of... They have it on fucking... What you call it now? Uh, la, 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 what the hell's that new Nintendo system? Switch. There's a yeah, Switch. Yeah, I heard they're making a new one for Switch. No, it's already out, I believe. There's oh, like really? Pikachu and Eevee. You ever play the Switch? Uh-uh. I wanted either. one really bad. I really yeah, want one. Yeah, I really want to play one too, Man, but... Anybody wants to donate one. <laughs> it's like a Switch Lite where you can't hook it up to the TV, but it's basically just a handheld version. Fuck I that. thought that looked kind of cool, but I mean, that'd be kind of sick. I want play something on your TV and then be able to take it with you. I want one. I wanted one when I worked at that old job. So all we did, we sit there for 12 hours, stared at a computer, and I was like, dude, this would be perfect. Get a Switch, we'll play fucking Mario Kart all night. <laughs> Nintendo, they always come up with weird shit like that, though. You Like, when yeah, the Wii it, came out, people lost their fucking minds over well, the, the fucking, Wii. Well, the cool thing about Nintendo, okay, like, so. I realize this, like, okay, so you have your tiers of gamers, like, you have your computer fucking mouth breathers over here, which, fuck, I love computer games, but, goddamn. Anyways, you have them over here, they're top, they're, you know, <laughs> fucking peasants. Anyways, and then Office. you, yeah, <laughs> regal. And then you got your console gamers, like your PlayStation, Xbox, who, like, you're like, ah, fuck you, and they're bickering children. And then you got your off kid, that's Nintendo, and that's the one that everybody likes to play. That's your party game, like, Sometimes, yeah, you could get, like, certain Xbox games. So I remember, like, there was a DDR one, or, like, you played Rock Band. Remember fucking Rock Band and shit? I always wanted people to play Rock Band with me, and nobody ever wanted to fucking play it, so I sold it. Anyways, I spent, like, $300 on that shit, and, like, nobody ever wanted to play with me. I'm like, man, everybody wanted to come over and play Rock Band. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Me and my dad, that was how we bonded for, like, years. I know Jesse Needham really liked Rock Band. I really loved it. After it was funny because I was always like, ah, oh, that's kind of dumb to play a fake guitar. If they made one with a real guitar, I would totally play it. And then they came out with Rocksmith, and I never played it. 
like, oh, I guess. My dad got that one. That's my line. Yeah. Anyways, fucking, uh, yeah, so, like, when the Wii came out, dude, I, you, you can get girls over to play fucking Wii all the time, blah, blah. They will play that shit. You, like, Wii bowling, like, oh, let me help you there. (laughs) Like, the weird thing about it is the best game for the console came with the console. Wii Sports. Yeah. Like everyone loved Wii Sports. Yeah. The bullying and the fucking tennis. It just came with the console. They yeah. just gave it to you. Basically, yeah. And there's a few other ones that were fun, but that was like, like the dorm you were talking earlier. Like, fucking, I remember people playing the dance games and all that shit out there. I'd be sitting there with, you know, you guys, and I'd be like, yeah, girl, go dance, girls. <laughs> Dancing, singing and shit. Yeah, I like this. I like this. Anyways, and then, uh, I sound like a fucking creep. <laughs> I'm a fucking creep. DJ's in the corner. He's in the corner. Don't look at me, TD. <laughs> Tyler's in the other corner. <laughs> Just a little quieter. He was actually really dirty. Have you ever talked to him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He was really quiet, but he was dirty. I remember so. He was funny though, man. He didn't give a shit about anything. Yeah, the levels of non fucks given. <laughs> oh, I remember that we had a meeting once, and I said, we did something. I was like, "Yeah, we don't want people to think that we're gay." And John looked at me. He's like, "Not cool!" And, like shoot my ass. And then we had another meeting like a month later, and we were talking about something. And Tyler's just like, "Fucking faggot." And John just looked at him and didn't say anything. I'm like, what the crap, dude? Yeah, it's funny because you know they don't give a fuck. That's that's how people be like to me. Like, hey, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Then, what was it? What the fuck did that come up with? Oh, yeah, we're, what you said yesterday. We're here. We're, I am an opportunist. A hole is a hole. <laughs> I remember I said that to somebody. Cause we were, I was at the bar and... They kind of looked at me and they're like, yeah, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm pan, I'm straight, I'm bi, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm an opportunist. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, I don't give a fuck, I'll fuck you. <laughs> Hole's a hole. And, like, the guy that didn't know me at the, at the table was just, like, looked at me kind of weird. And everybody else got to get a little chuckle out of it. And I'm like, you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> when, when, like I said, when I was in college, a lot of theater people are stereotypically gay and we went to this theater conference and um, I was part of the competition up there and it was a whole week long we there's workshops there were meetings um, the top plays from the region they brought and everyone could go watch them um, it was a lot of fun and then they also had the KCAC TF competition but we were in that so we were up there for a whole week and on the last day uh, me and two of my friends went to McDonald's and they were sitting there talking and I'm like, they're talking about all the girls that had hit on them. I'm like, you know, I've been up here for a whole week and not a single guy has hit on me. And I mean, I don't care because I'm not gay, but a little bit offended. And <laughs> Katie looks over at me. She's like, that's because you dress like you're a homeless thug. It's like, I'm like a homeless thug. <laughs> okay. Even I've gotten hit on. Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> dude, I remember this one night, like, I actually was getting hit on by a gay dude, and finally, like, dude, I'm straight. <laughs> like, uh, I'll play a little bit, but no, I'm not gay, man. Like, I'm gonna let you down easy. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> no, I was nice, but I was like, nah, dude, I don't swing that way. I want to fuck your friend. <laughs> you get me in with her, though. Yeah, I knew tons of gay guys, and I never got hit on once. So, I don't know, that. that's kind of... Like we were talking about before, being kind of having your eyes open is, you know, you're always told these things and be wary. And you think yeah. if you ever meet a gay guy, he's going to hit on you and try to fuck you. But, yeah, never happened. I've been I mean, hit on, but, cool like, with them, but 
I've been hit on, but nothing ever like you know like the. Make, people make it sound rapey, right? <laughs> like they make it like sound like that. Like oh, I'm, I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. Just like as soon as, just like when I talk to a girl that I don't realize is a lesbian, as soon as they tell me like, oh shit, I'm like you wanna go hit on girls with me? <laughs> like, fuck, I. Yeah, I've actually kissed more lesbians than I have straight girls in the last year. Now that I think about. it. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota seemed kind of progressive. It was. I'm like, and like people would be like, blah blah this and that. I'm like, dude, it's 2019. Get with it. <laughs> like. We're progressive around here. Like, I'm still an asshole, and I'll sound conservative all day. I just don't care. Like, I just love to argue, and I love to be a dick. But if you're a good person, you're a good person to me. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying. I don't care if you suck a dick or take a dick or fucking give a dick. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Do you, boo-boo, do you. And as long as it doesn't fuck with me, I don't give a shit. I don't want to see you fucking another right. guy. <laughs> like, I don't want to see it and be respectful. But, like, that was the other thing, like, I realized, like, with... With me, like, I, like I said, I hung out with a bunch of lesbians, and I realized, like, lesbians are a lot more aggressive than guys are to, like, well, I guess maybe compared to me and, like, the people I hung out with, but they're, like, a lot more aggressive, like, sexually. I'm like, if I did what you just fucking did, I would be in jail. I would be getting beat up. Honestly, okay, here here's a fucking story. So, okay, I would help people find things, and this... One girl, she'd never done it before, and I, this is, like, I've met her, but I didn't really know her that well. She was, like, friends with my friends, and as far as I knew, she was a lesbian. Anyways, she got a little drunk. She finally was like, screw it. I want to try this stuff. I'm like, all right, I'll go make it happen. So, anyways, I'm, go, you know, do my little arrangements with whoever I got to talk to, and anyways, we're fucking, we're outside, and I'm getting her end of it, and she comes up, she's like, I'd suck your dick. I'm like, hey. You know, haha, that's funny. You know, whatever. No, I would, I would deep throat your dick, and I'm like, hold your fucking brakes there. That's okay. It ain't happening. Suck that guy's dick. And I point at this other dude that was just being dumb drunk, cause I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I don't want you. So anyways, I walk off, go do what I gotta do. I come back and I go like, all right, put your hand on the table. And when she puts her hand on the table, I'm wearing basketball shorts, and she grabs my shit, she grabs my dick and starts rubbing it, and she's like, oh, I'm like, get your hand off my fucking dick. Take your shit. <laughs> like, number two, you ain't fucking me. We ain't fucking, none of that's happening. Don't touch my shit. Because I don't grab girls. I've, if I do anything like that, I usually know I can get away with it. And I'll maybe put my hand around their waist. And that's about as far as I ever go. Maybe grab their ass every once in a while. But I'm usually... Yeah, you're a gentleman. I'm pretty... I'm more farther along than I know I can get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, I know I can, I'm i okay to do this way before. Like, I'll, I'll wait even longer than it would have been okay. Like, I'm like, eh, I don't want to get, like, punched. And, like, next thing you know, you know what I mean? I'm not aggressive. But this, she did that. And she actually grabbed my dick another time that night because we left. Actually, I left early because I went and hung out with somebody else. And it was funny because, whatever, I snuck out from these guys and went and ate with her. And then I had people over at my place. And I was trying to get her to come over. She didn't want to come over. So I went back. And that girl was over there. And they wanted to get more, but I was she. As soon as I got there, I looked at my buddy, and I'm like, "Dude, give me blah blah." And so I did that, and she shows up, and then my buddy, who's kind of a fucks anything that moves kind of guy, he shows up, and I'm like hiding in the kitchen with my other buddy, talking to him, talking to do do do, kind of stay the fuck away from her. And I go out there, and I see they're like sitting next to each other. I'm like, "Yes, scar, fuck yes." Stay the fuck away from me. Anyways, so eventually she leaves with these other two, comes back, and while she's walking up the stairs, like, I kind of met them at my stairs. 
she grabs my shit again. I'm like, you grab my dick one more time, I'm going to hit you in the face. I swear to God. You know what I mean? Do not grab my dick. I don't, I don't like being touched. It bugs me. Unless I'm closer to you. If not, do not touch me. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, I have a really weird, weird thing about it. So, like, this just really rubbed me the wrong way, and I just wanted to fucking deck her. I never, like, I never really hit her, but I really was getting pissed off about this shit. And I'm like, I know how it feels to be victimized now. <laughs> Walks up and grabs my dick. Like, no, fuck you. Get away from me. I have standards. <laughs> like, aren't you a lesbian? <laughs> like... <laughs> then, better yet of this conversation, these guys are going to kill me because there's some people that know about this story, and I'm going to tell this part because it's funnier than fuck. Anyway, so a little later on, that girl and him, they left for a bit. And I'm like, yeah, they died. Yeah, they're probably fucking. Anyway, so, yeah, they did. And I'm outside talking to him because I show back up, and I'm outside on my deck talking to him, and we're talking about fuck Fido or something else, and all of a sudden she comes out, and she stands on the right side of me. He's on the left side of me, and I'm in between them. All of a sudden she's like... I need to talk to you for a second. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, you know, like, and then she's like, uh, did you come in me? And I'm like, eh, what? <laughs> like, I don't need to be part of this conversation. He's like, I don't think you should be talking about that in front of DJ. <laughs> and she's like, I'm ovulating, and I don't think that was good. I'm like, whoa, you guys need to talk. Peace. <laughs> and I fucking, ah, run away, run away. I'm like barrel rolling back into my apartment, like going over there, looking at my buddy, like giving him that look like, Get me the fuck out of here! You live here. God damn it! <laughs> Save me! I'm starting to have weird cravings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some chocolate? Get away from me! Pickle juice? <laughs> I need Tabasco, peanut butter, <laughs> and vinegar. What? Apple cider vinegar. Ugh. <laughs> you drink that shit. That's a hefty thing to drink. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Oh, shit. Um, as a recap, um, I have no idea what we talked about. <laughs> there's video games with good stories. College was good. Stories. Not necessarily. <laughs> College was fun. Gay people are all right. We don't mind them as long as <laughs> I don't leave us alone. <laughs> leave us alone. No, That's not horrible. Leave us alone. <laughs> but, no. Oh shit! That was hell. <laughs> Not leave us alone. Not... <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. What to say we're gonna get that. fucking hit hard. So yeah. it's like these fucking pigs. <laughs> oh, I love your friends. Come make me feel better. <laughs> I don't mind if somebody's gay. It's totally fine. Whatever you like to do, as long as oh, we're getting kicked off the internet. I don't know. <laughs> Just be you. Just be you. Be yourself. <laughs> We accept you. Uh, yeah, I accept you. Please don't monetize us. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts? We're going to get fucked with this one. <laughs> Not even spit on. Yeah, we might. Next time, we might as well just talk about Trump. <laughs> we can. Whatever listener base we had is totally gone. <laughs> Remember what I said earlier? Don't apologize. <laughs> Gotta stick to your guns. <laughs> I accept you. Don't touch me. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. You summed it up. Just know what a I accept is. you. Just don't touch me. Respect me. Respect you. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for us today. We're going to upload this episode. And the other one. <laughs> and the other one. 
Um, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us, subscribe. Uh, email us if you have any questions. Website will be up and running in about a month. Check us out next week. Have a good one, guys. I love Later. you. Bye.